And welcome to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show, where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. I'm joined by my guest today, Taylor Luke. Hey, Taylor, how are you doing today? Hey, Alex, I'm doing great today. It is Christmas Eve Eve, and you know what? I am not doing anything at all. (laughs) Instead of spending time with your family, you're here with me, and I couldn't be happier, because who needs family when you have Smooth by Santana? You know what? I say that every single day when I wake up and when I go to bed. It's a common saying that a lot of people live their life by. Yeah, absolutely. I have it embroidered on a pillow uh, in well, my apartment. You need to start an Etsy shop because I would like to be purchasing like three of those. So. Well, so, yeah. Okay, okay cool. Uh, that's going to be my entrepreneurial um, ambition for 2021. So I'll let you know. We'll launch it <laughs> Sounds good. So, I have some questions for you, Taylor, before we jump into the music side of the music podcast. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. So, Carlos Santana, the man behind Smooth, um, you got him as a secret Santa, let's just say. What do you plan on giving him? You know, you have a 20, you know, the the group decided on a $20 budget because, you know, we don't want to be that guy. So, what what, what do you think you would get him? Hmm. Well, that's very difficult because for, for two different reasons. One, I'm a terrible gift giver uh, in every sense of the word. I'm just not really thoughtful in that way. And it stresses me out like as much as possible. Um, but I also even forgot his name while I've been answering and I know close to nothing about him. Um, so I don't know. I might get him some like name tag equipment, um, maybe a nice target t-shirt they have great ones um, oh. that i feel like i could oh, um, so not a t-shirt with the target logo on it but a shirt from target a shirt from target but i am also not opposed to just like straight up a shirt with the target on it would you would oh. you wear a shirt with just a target on it yes i'm wearing one right now oh wait <laughs> you are okay yes. <laughs> wow crazy coincidence there all right so let's say Carlos Santana again with his friend Rob Thomas, who also helped make the song smooth, made a Christmas album. Do you think it'd be a number one hit? Um, I don't just think I know. Um, it would be easy. Yeah. The questions. <laughs> Perfect. Now here's a here's this is a little hypothetical here, just like the other two. But um, let's say you're in third grade and Mrs. Lockletter asks you to perform in the Christmas pageant at James K. Polk Middle's. I mean elementary school. Would you perform Smooth by Santana at the Christmas pageant? Well, it kind of depends. Um, am I looking to like update the Christmas pageant like as a whole? Like, I'm, am I looking to just like redefine Christmas itself? Um, and I'm assuming the answer is yes. Then absolutely, I will. Um, absolutely, I will. Perhaps I would play with like different genres, quite like the viral video, the evolution of music and dance. You know the one? Yes, I think I would do a, 2007, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I would do a similar type of performance and pageantry, but doing different like outfit reveals and just continuously singing that song, but just like in different like updated musical genres. That's, that's it. And your whole goal is, of course, to um, show up every other person at the pageant correct? 
Yes, that's my goal, but that's just like square one. I'm looking to like change culture itself. I'm looking to get a, a city named after me. Like the, the elementary school would have to like update its name and like, you know what, like maybe look into putting up some statues or like um, teaching the, teaching my performance to all of its like literature classes. You know, like I'm, I'm looking to educate more than, more than compete. And all, all in third grade, man. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. I was very ambitious at eight. <laughs> Well, that's great to hear. At eight, I was still trying to figure out how to dress myself. So I guess everyone's a little <laughs> different in that regard. All right. So off to the show. So in 2020, scientists have discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With the help of my guest here, Taylor. Hello, Taylor. We will listen to every song ever made and decide whether or not the song is better or worse than the Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified into those two categories. So there's no such thing as a song as good as Smooth by Santana. It's either worse or it's better. Pretty, yes. pretty simple. So I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. And after listening to each one of the songs, it is up to you to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana. If the song is better, you will say, man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, you will say, forget about it. Okay. <laughs> One of those options must be chosen by the guest, but you're able to elaborate if you please. So if it's a much better song, you can say that's a hard, hot one. Or if it's just kind of worse, you can say it's a soft, forget about it. So you got like soft and hard options here. Soft and hard options. Okay, cool. And the song right. also, Yes. So the song will also be played for everyone at home so they can play along. So they can comment down below or email us their opinions at one at outlook.com. But I don't expect <laughs> anyone to comment because I upload these videos on Vimeo and I don't know a single person who has a Vimeo account. Taylor, be honest. Do you have a Vimeo account? Uh, you know what? I am going to be honest. I do not. Huh. I do not. It would have been on YouTube, but you know how YouTube is with music. They don't like anyone having fun, you know. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't. And you know what? I will be vulnerable. I do listen to music on YouTube instead of like the common Spotify or anything. Um, so I, 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 I'm very familiar with their restrictions. <laughs> so wait, that means you didn't have a cool little Spotify rap so you can show all your friends what music you listen to, even though they didn't ask? Exactly. Though I could just tell you if you're curious. <laughs> I listen to only Nora Jones all year. <laughs> <laughs> You only had one artist, it was Nora Jones. Yes, only one artist, and it was Nora Jones. When I tell you she held my hand through this entire year, she did. She are we did. talking about the Nora Jones that are like Starbucks sells in CD form, like that Nora Jones? Um, I'm not familiar with her CD sales, but um, <laughs> probably. She's, she's a Starbucks vibe. <laughs> I can agree with that. I can agree with that. So you're ready to go into our first song. Okay. I'm All right. First song. It's Santa Claus is Coming to Town, a Motown track by the Jackson Five. Yeah. 
Santa Claus is Coming Town by the Jackson 5. The song came out in 1970 and was a part of the band's fourth studio album. And it has the incredible title of Jackson 5 Christmas Album. Not the Jackson 5 Christmas Album, just Jackson 5 Christmas Album. They didn't, they didn't spend too much money on the marketing department, it seems. But it's one of the most popular Christmas albums of all time, and it sold over 3.5 million copies. So, Taylor, is it better than Smooth by Santana? You know what? I have to say, man, that's a soft, hot one. Man, it's a hot one. Oh, okay. Um, you, what, what stuff do you like about it? Like, what, what elements? So, um, I, for me, it's more of just, like, what it conjures, you know? Like, whenever I'm thinking of, like, Smooth by Santana, I'm thinking of some, like, I don't know, obscure commercial that I'm watching at a fifth grade slumber party for someone's birthday. I feel very uncomfortable because I don't totally fit in. But like, I can't accept that it's a bit groovy. While um, this Jackson 5 song, um, I, I don't know, I, I just associate it with fonder memories. I think it's, um, I think it's pretty fun. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's festive. And it, it invites me into its festivities more than Smooth by Santana, like if I had to say. You know what this song, like when I hear this song, you know what it makes me think of? It's like, you're probably like eight or nine and you're all in your family's like minivan and you're driving and looking at Christmas lights. And this comes on the local FM radio. That's kind of what this I song see. I see that scene, yes. <laughs> I painted the picture well. You did, you did. <laughs> and you know what, I agree with you, and I have to say it is a soft, hot one. All right, so we start off with a hot one. That's a good start. You ready for song number two? Yes. All right, <laughs> the second song is Winter Wonderland by the acapella group Pentatonics. A one, two, three. <laughs> Walking in the winter wonderland In the meadow we 
Alright, that was Winter Wonderland by the acapella group Pentatonix. For those of you who do not know, Pentatonix is one of the more popular acapella groups, you know, out of the out of the millions around the world. And they're so famous, in fact, they performed at the Coca-Cola Red Carpet Live at the 2012 American Music Awards. Which is that's an honor that very few bands can claim. So Taylor, do you think they deserve that honor? I think, you know what, man? That was a scolding hot one. And it's a hot one. I have to say it for my 17-year-old past self. I just absolutely must stand with Pentatonics on this one. Yes. They just, they hit that nostalgic spot. They absolutely do. You know, in high school, I was very very into pentatonics and anything acapella you know that was around the time that pitch perfect was still funny and um you know it, I, I was just very very into the scene especially as like a young musical theater kid you know it just all blends together and really complemented each other um though i have distanced myself over the years um i still absolutely have a um soft place in my heart for them and you know what um I am still a closeted pentatonics absolute stan. Really? We don't have to tell yeah. we don't have to tell people if you're still like you haven't revealed that to the world yet. Yeah, you yeah, you're not recording this, right? No, no. It's um it's yeah, yeah, no, it's all right. It's it's gonna stay in the drafts. It'll stay in the drafts. Okay, perfect. Then yeah, so, no, this is a safe space then. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you ever want to be in an acapella group yourself? Was that always going to be the next pentatonics? Um I, I, I don't think so. I think I'm an okay singer, but like, I don't like it intimidates me a little bit. Um, I did an acapella performance like once in like um, singer with the musical theater club. Like it was one number. I think I did fine. I held my own, but I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's not my type of performance. Like it's not something I want to like totally focus on. Right. You know? That's a watch and appreciate from afar, but you know, Absolutely. That, those, that's for those people. Those are for the acapella people. I'm not one of those people type of thing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's part of the distancing that I've done, I think, quite effectively <laughs> over uh, my college years. I don't think anyone knows I've ever even like, heard of acapella at this point. Right. So there, there's some of y'all there who think, like, we don't talk acapella around Taylor because he just wouldn't understand. He doesn't even know what it is. No, exactly. I just act confused. <laughs> Like I, I, like I, I don't, like I, I'm disoriented. I, I'm even kind of doing it right now, if you can tell, because like um, I'm just so trained. Well, slow down. What you're saying? There's no instruments in this music. I don't. That's impossible. Something like that. Uh, yeah, you're playing this song for me. I hear instruments. Like there, These are not just voices. Like I don't. Like stop. Like I'm, I'm smarter <laughs> than that. You know. Yeah. That's pretty much the script. I gotcha. That's, that's pretty good. I'm glad you have it, like, planned out. You have it on a second's notice, it seems. Like, you never know when you're going to run into that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very improv of me, if I'm honest, which is more my art style. <laughs> right, right. That makes sense. So, we got two hot ones in a row. You ready to go to song number three? Yes, and you know what? I am antsy to start striking some songs. So, like, this one has an uphill battle. <laughs> it, it, they've had it too good for too long. I am itching to absolutely rail against something. So, <laughs> All right. Good luck to song number three. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Well, song number three, Rest Your Soul, it is the power pop song Jingle Bell Rock by Hall & Oates. That was song number three, Jingle Bell Rock by Hall & Oates. The song came out in 1983, and there's actually two versions of it. There's one by Hall and the other by Oates, but everyone only listens to the Hall version, and there might be a good reason for that. I haven't heard the Oates version. We all have an Oates in our life, so and they kind of need to know their place sometimes. But Absolutely. my dad likes Hall & Oates, so I guess that's, that's a fun fact, I guess. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm glad I can share that with the world. I got everyone's very interested to know more, but I'll leave that for another episode. Taylor, is it better than Smooth by Santana? You know what? My hands are forced. <laughs> Giddy up, jingle horse. This is a hot one. And it's a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you, uh... Did you like just the kind of more 80s version of a 40s song? Is that kind of like, it's still old, but not as old. Is that kind of what you got out of it? Yes, exactly. The essence of the song is just polished. You know, like cherishing the old, ushering in the new, while also simultaneously still remaining old. You know, and, and just like ultimately, like, I, I really like like older music like this, like front, like I listen to hollow notes a good bit as well, I will say. Um, so you know what? I, 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 my hands are forced. I, I'm upset. I'm begrudgingly. <laughs> so even hollow notes, it's like the Grinch. They just melted that heart of yours. Then. <laughs> they really do. They really, really do. You know? And I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's also just cause like, I am in a Christmas mood today. So I, I'm just like, I, I guess just slated to be, okay, I'll say it, positive. <laughs> so I, I caught you at a good time for this then. I guess so. I guess so. You know what? Good for them. <laughs> they got off this time though, right? Like, be careful coming back. But they got off this time. Oh, yeah. I, I'll let you off with a warning. <laughs> um, I don't uh, don't screw up around here again. Because... <laughs> All right, we're getting to the halfway point of this episode. You're ready for song number four, or I, I I know they're not ready to face you, but are you ready to face them? Oh, I was I've been ready. <laughs> All right, well, song number four is "Little Saint Nick" by the Beach Boys, a classic rock song. 
cold There's a tale about Christmas that you've all been told And a real famous cat all dressed up in red And he spends the whole year working out in his sled It's the Little Saint Nick It's the Little Saint Nick Little Saint Nick Just a little box that we call Little Saint Nick But she'll walk into the bog and look a four-speed stick She's candy apple red That was Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys, a classic rock song. The song came out in 1963, and it's one of the few car-themed Christmas songs. So take that as you will. But Taylor, is it better than Smooth by Santana? You know, that's a question I have been wrestling with for (laughs) years, if not seconds of my life. And... I'll be honest, I feel very disoriented after hearing this song because (laughs) with tears streaming down my face, I have to say this is a hot one. No way, they I'm upset about it and like I kinda need to go retroactively call another one bad now. (laughs) You know what, I'm sorry, Jackson 5, you are retroactively worse than Santana. Oh, oh no. I've I've never seen that before. I've never seen someone take back an answer. I am taking it back. You know what? Like, this has made me, like, really grapple with, like, what I am looking at and looking for. Like, when comparing, like... Because, I don't know, I feel like this song accomplishes what Santana only wishes it could. (laughs) You know? It has a... I don't know. To me, it puts me in a similar kind of, like, mindset and i'll say it groove um yes and i i don't know something about it like this one just hit hit me in some nostalgia spot that i didn't even know was there you know you said beach boys and i was like oh easy one they're going home (laughs) and then i pressed play and i was transported to uh, and that's the other thing i don't even like cars i don't think i could tell you one lyric of this song but (laughs) in a way in a way, that's kind of what I like about it. I, th- I don't know. I, I, I have to tell you, I'm, dis- I'm disoriented right now. What, do you, what do you make of this? I, I, I'm, I, I am kind of scared. I've never seen anyone react in this way to a song, particularly the Beast Boy, the Beach Boys Holidays <laughs> song. But like, you're shaking right now. Like Your arms are like clammy. It's kind of scary. No, absolutely. Like, I, like I, it's hot in here. I need to go adjust my, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, my mouth is very dry. <laughs> I, I, I'm having a lot of, like, physical reactions, which, you know, I, I'm just as surprised as you. Well, does that mean you're now a stan of the Beach Boys? You know what? I think I have to. I will actually not just, like, performatively shirk my standing of pentatonics, but I will actually shirk them um, and replace them with the Beach Boys. I have, I have to. I, I, I don't know what it is. I genuinely am shocked. Does that mean you're now going to start an Instagram fan page for the Beach Boys? Is that the I am. I, I'm doing that actually right now. You can't see off screen, but I am actively like, creating a new Instagram page right now. And yeah. 
Oh, I, I see it. I see it. It's um, Beach Boys underscore uh, biggest fan underscore 98, right? Right. 97, but but yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I underscore, but like specifically Christmas, though. Gotcha. Just that one song. Yeah, yeah just between Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. <laughs> gotcha. Um, gotcha. I gotcha. So are you up for the rest of the episode? I know this kind of shook you up. Are you? You know what? I'm gonna persevere. Yeah, I've decided. Persevere for me. I, I've been th- I've been through harder, uh, not much harder, but I, I I can I can push through. All right. Well, the next song I'm actually kind of scared for because I don't know what you're gonna do to it. Um, it's a metalcore song. Maybe <laughs> this Christmas for all those sleeping. Maybe this Christmas by the metalcore band for all those sleeping for all those sleeping is from Minnesota and they only lasted for seven years from 2007 to 2014. But that's besides the point. Taylor, is it better than Spoof by Santana? Victoriously, I can say, forget about it. Oh, first, the first legitimate one of the episode. Yes. The first legitimate one. You know, part of this is vengeance and bitterness out of my last ranking. Um, And you know what? I have to say, this reminds me of like, I I can hear it just like starting some kind of like early 2000s Christmas movie. I'm getting a bit of like Freaky Friday vibes, but like the Christmas version. Um, Freaky festivities or something. I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a, there's potential there. Um, and I don't know, for whatever reason, that like era of that, that niche of music has never really um, connected with me. It kind of reminds me of like picking my sister up from her dance practices. Like when she was younger, there was this little like cafe by the dance studio where we would like get like snacks or whatever. Right. And um, I, I, I feel like this is the kind of Christmas song they would have played at that cafe. <laughs> Like, uh, that seems like an interesting cafe. I've never seen a cafe with that kind of uh, aesthetic to it. No, absolutely. Um, I, I don't know if I'm not hearing the, like, hard rock enough, but I'm getting more, like, I don't know, not bowling for soup, but bowling for soup. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, I don't know, that's just the vibe that I'm getting. That's and just... you know what? I, I would be more excited to listen to Smooth by Santana. Ultimately, that's the core issue. <laughs> I got it. 
Are you ready for the next song? I am. All right. The next song is song number six, Let It Be Christmas by Alan Jackson, a country artist. Let it be Christmas everywhere in the hearts of all people both near and afar Christmas everywhere feel the love of the season wherever you are on the small country roads lined with green mistletoe big city streets where a thousand lights glow let it be Christmas everywhere let heavenly music fill the air let every heart sing, let every bell ring The story of hope and joy and peace And let it be Christmas everywhere Let heavenly music fill the air Let anger and fear and hate disappear Let there be love that lasts through the year And let it be Christmas, Christmas everywhere all right, that was Let It Be Christmas by country artist Alan Jackson. That came from his 11th studio album of the same name. That dude made 11 albums, which is kind of mind-boggling. And it came out in 2002. That means he's probably been doing it since, like, what, 1960 at that point? That's sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Taylor, is it better than Smooth by Santana? You know what? Um... While I am a little bit country, um, when I'm, I, I ultimately have to go back to the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? And I can't say yes. I have to say forget about it. Or else forget about it. Ooh. See, even a little, a little bit of countryside in you didn't do it? It really didn't do it. You know, ultimately, I, there's only one thing I could be here, and that's honest. And... Um, I don't know for what for whatever reason it was it was a lovely song very like just simple I found myself swaying in my at my desk, but ultimately, um, Savannah, uh, smooth <laughs> smooth yeah. just does it for me a little bit more. You know what? Smooth just does it for me a little bit more. So that means like if you're on like a Christmas road trip, you and your family are going to get your Christmas tree, and there's literally only two songs in existence, you would still choose smooth. I'm skipping uh, <laughs> Let It Be Christmas. Sorry. And I see it. You know what? I, I haven't heard the rest of Mr. Jackson's album, but um, I don't know. He probably should have led with a different one. Oh, wow. So you're saying didn't do it for you. It didn't. It, it was lovely. It was lovely. And I would like listen to it passively while I was like doing some other activity. But um, do I see myself learning the lyrics? No. You don't see yourself making a TikTok dance for it anytime soon? I don't. I don't. I do, however, very much see myself making a TikTok dance for a smooth. Ah, I can't wait to see that. You can start the next trend. You could be invited on Ellen or something. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that for me. <laughs> I feel like that's, a, that's accomplishable. Right, right. Yeah, it's totally possible. All right, we only have two songs left, Taylor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Flying by. Oh, it's 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 crazy. Whenever you're uh, listening to smooth time, just it just it doesn't exist. It's just <laughs> relative. 
It is. It is. All right. <laughs> so song number seven is Where Are You Christmas by Faith Hill. And even though it's like a country band. It's hot. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still have to, we still have to show no, I the will. audience. Sorry. Sorry. That just <laughs> but, um, okay. right, but I need to listen to it and just and honestly <laughs> deliberate. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So they're uh, they're supposed to usually come to me, but that's more of like contemporary adult. So I'll just go with that. So here's "Where Are You Christmas" by Faith Hill, a song Taylor has not listened to before. Uh, oh yeah, I can't wait to hear this new song. doing some quick googling and this is crazy this may this may shake your whole worldview taylor with what i found out so it was originally written and performed by mariah carey but it because of a legal case of her ex-husband it could not be released so it had to be re-recorded by faith hill wow you know what this could change the outcome Ooh. of no, it's it won't it won't change anything. <laughs> okay, so your world is still in one piece. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, just making sure because I I saw what happened after the Beach Boys. I was afraid of bringing up any anything that could <laughs> any, anything that could have broken me even further. Right. Um, okay, uh, I'm ready. All right. Is it better than Smooth by Santana? <sighs> okay. Man, this is a solid hot one. And it's a hot one. When I say key changes, what does that mean to you? <laughs> when I say power, what does that mean to you? When I say world peace, what does that mean to you? Like, think about it. This song quite literally has it all. I feel like it tells a story. I feel like it makes me feel every emotion in a way like 
happiness, like, oh, loss, oh, Christmas, where are you? Oh, I'm changing. Oh, I'm proud of myself, but I feel some regret as well. I feel like I've experienced life itself, you know? And when I think of this song, I think of this song. <laughs> and it's just very powerful to me. And uh, I quite literally do not think it can be topped. That, that is the best Christmas song ever? I think it is the best song ever. Oh. I'll be honest. I was meditating on and uh, listening to this song as early as July of this year. And I'm being like fully honest with you. I could show you the playlist. <laughs> was that the, I need Christmas right now and this is the song to do it? No, it was actually um, just some like vague lip sync practice um, because of like all of the like things going on vocally there. It's, it helps to like, I don't know, work on the different like inflections and riffs and stuff. It was there with the likes of Some Call It Magic by Raven Simone or um, a couple Hillary Duff songs as well. Ah, the classics. From that. Yeah. So are you a fan of the, the movie that this was on, The Grinch? Or is that, doesn't it compare to the song? Let me tell you, I have a bit of an idea going on right now. Oh. Um, where for, there was this one tweet that really inspired me to potentially um, look into making a parody musical of The Grinch, where I just like really work on some of the... Um, just intricacies of the story that weren't fully delved into. Um, I, I just feel like there's a lot more there. <laughs> um, with, the, with the Grinch character, you feel like he wasn't uh, portrayed in proper light? Well, no. I'm more interested in um, the woman he ends up with in the movie. I want to follow more of her story. Wait. I didn't, know, I didn't know that was... I guess I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but... Well, that's the thing. It shocked me because I forgot this was a character and I'm like, oh, wait, this absolutely beautiful, gorgeous woman ends up with the Grinch and has actively been like waiting to re reunite with him. I, it's a thing. Rewatch the movie. I'll have to rewatch it. That, that, and, you're right. That's a story they can't just like leave because like, you know, in their mind in 2000, like, well, that's the movie. And I guess everyone in the theater is like, well, what about the woman? And like, yes. Oh. Don't worry about her, but you can't. What time, I think her name's Martha or something. I, I have never uh, been so, like, taken by a character. Like, whenever I, it was brought to my attention that she still exists, I was like, oh, wow. There's, there's a story there, and I'm going to tell it. <laughs> Cut to me, like, totally dropping the premise, like, after we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, remember how I asked you earlier, if you were in a Christmas pageant, would you sing smooth? If I would change that to this song, would that be an even stronger yes? Oh, even stronger yes. I sang it before I started my smooth, like, history of music and dance performance. Yeah. Ah, I gotcha. So it was, <laughs> it was the precursor. It was to warm up the crowd for what was about to come. Yes, absolutely. It gets everyone just very emotional and, like, open spiritually to, like, receive art. Right. To make them vulnerable to what's about to come. Yeah. Break them down, build them back up. That's, you know, which, which has been my exact experience throughout this entire podcast. <laughs> oh, I, I've watched it. I wish, I wish this was, you know, a video podcast so people could see the range of emotions you went through. But alas, alas. alas. All right, Taylor, for the last song, are you ready? 
I am ready. All right. Well, it is a novelty song from 1953, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas by Gala Peavy. Okay. Let's give it a listen. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toy. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind me. Front door, that's the easy thing to do. I can see me now on Christmas morning creeping down the stairs. Oh, what joy and what surprise when I open up my eyes to see a hippo hero standing there. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I've heard enough. All right, that was our last song, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas by Gayla Peavy. It is a novelty song, and the song peaked at number 24 on the Billboard's pop music charts in December 1953. And the song was successful because she actually was given a hippopotamus that Christmas, which she donated to her local city, Sioux. And the hippopotamus lived for nearly 50 years. So I guess the song worked. Taylor, is it better than Smooth by Santana? No, it is not. Or else forget about it. Whatever, where are you Christmas is, the opposite. Ooh. Is I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Right at the very bottom of the, the spectrum when it comes to Snoop by Santana. Absolute rock bottom. This song, I, 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 I do not think I can name one redeeming quality. <laughs> I, the... Melody is repetitive and it grates at me for whatever reason. I don't like the character voice that we have going on. Is this an adult playing a child? I'm assuming so. It says it's an actual child actress at the time. Well, she's playing a 40-year-old playing a nine-year-old. Which you know what? I will you know what I take it back. I will give it to her. That is an incredible performance. <laughs> um, breaking time itself. But I don't know. I guess I just don't really understand the premise. Um, they're like, good for her for like standing hippopotamuses. But um, you know what? I just, every single time this would come up on Holly Radio on Sirius XM channel 17, I um, would change the channel and leave. Um, and you know what? I, I'm kind of over Christmas now. Oh, no. But you were so excited after Where Are You Christmas? No, I was. And you know what? This one has just pulled me all the way back. And you know what? I feel like there's a balancing effect. And my mood right now is exactly smooth by Santana. We did it. We evened it out? We evened it out. We're at the exact middle point of all music opinions now? Yes, we are. I feel like I understand the song smooth now. Better. Right. You've yeah. kind of like... It's like, have you seen those like videos where the mind just kind of like it expands and they get to see different levels of reality? I think that's what you just experienced with Smooth by Santana. 
You know what? I was about to say those exact words. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we, we were so similar in that regard. So we, not only did we listen to the best song ever made, we also listened to the worst song ever made. And that's pretty, pretty impressive that I just randomly picked both of those. I know. Like, I'm very, I'm very impressed with this podcasting that you have going on. Very investigative, very informative. And you know what? Ultimately, I, I'm here to teach, and I ultimately learned. <laughs> Thank you. I came here to teach these kids, but in the end, these kids taught me. Taught me. You know what? And that's what Christmas is about. We did it. It's through, it's through the absolute worst of its music that we learned what Christmas is all about. Mm -hmm. You need a struggle. You need a struggle. Right. And I feel like if Hallmark needs a new Christmas movie, it's about a dramatization of what we just experienced. Absolutely. Yeah, somebody who listens to eight different Christmas songs and just the torment, the struggle, mm -hmm. the growth. And eventually, you know, they prevail. And they learn what it's all about. I would watch that movie right now. Man, I will get Hallmark on the phone and say, stop making your generic um, rich woman who doesn't understand Christmas meets guy who understands Christmas plot. Like, we can just get rid of that. We got a new one. We got a new hot idea. We got a new hot idea. That's a hot one. <laughs> that, is, that is a hot one. That is indeed a hot one. So you're ready to go over the answers from this episode? I am. I am. I don't know if you remember all of them, but let's see what we can get. Song number one, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson 5. While you initially said it was a hot one, do you still take it back? Does it still not get that stat status anymore? You know what? I'm going to follow through with a redacting. Um, so it's a cold. It's, a, it's forgotten. It's forgotten. You, we can't even talk about it anymore. You don't even remember it. It's gone. So. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it rings about a little bit, but, like, I don't know. I'm going to trust my gut. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know who she is. I don't know her. Um, <laughs> song number two, Winter Wonderland by Pentatonics. I believe that was a hot one just because they played it at the Coca-Cola Red Carpet Live at the 2012 American Music Awards, and for that reason. That, yeah, that was the deciding factor. Right. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock by Hollow Notes. Um, you, you didn't want to give it to it, but... It was a hot one. You really didn't want to, but the 80s player did it. Yeah, begrudgingly hot. And then the torment that we experienced with the next one, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. I couldn't even fathom what you were going through at the moment. No, I, and you know what? I still can't, but apparently we found some just like crevice in my music tastes <laughs> that perfectly fits this song. Wow. It was I like think that... Huh? It was the key that needed to go into the keyhole. Like, it was perfect. It was perfect. In fact, I feel like that's going to be the first song I listened to after we stopped recording. I know I loved Where Are You Christmas so much, but like, you need to kind of like prepare for that emotional experience. Right, right. You like, need to reflect on it a bit longer. I know you didn't have time to reflect on it much with the show. Yeah. No, and you know, that's okay. That's what um, nighttime and, and meditation is for. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, and then we got our first serious uh, Forget About It with Maybe This Christmas for All Those Sleeping. It's a metalcore song. Um, you just got Bowling for Soup vibes, and you know what? You're not about that. It didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. Do you think uh, alternative rock can work for the Christmas genre, or do you think that's just setting itself up for failure? Um, no, I think it absolutely can. In fact, I, I find that I'm 
I find that I'm drawn to um, just like new takes on Christmas. Um, but for whatever reason, this specific song or this specific band or my specific mood today, for whatever reason, that whirlwind um, just spelled terrible news for this song. Ah, so it was just the wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong place at the wrong time. Um, maybe next year. Maybe. Well, they only had one shot. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, we're not here to make friends. I've never made one friend. <laughs> so, I, I understand that. But uh, the next one, Let It Be Christmas by Alan Jackson. You can see that maybe being an acquaintance from what it seems. You can maybe think of that being like someone you would like text, hey, Merry Christmas, but not like expect to engage in a conversation. They're just kind of at that. Yeah, exactly. Like the text is Merry Christmas. That's it. Maybe not even exclamation point. And uh, like nothing like, oh, I'm so glad I know you. You're like it's been a great year or whatever, like they're getting the bare bones. Right. And you, and like, if they try to give you anything more than a Merry Christmas bag, you're just like, we're not there. We're just not there. We're not there. No, I'm deleting the conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text you again next year. All right. Yeah. I mean, would you be okay leaving a one red? That's fine. No, no worries. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I forgot. I already forgot. I texted them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for number seven, Where Are You Christmas by Faith Hill. You said it was pretty good. You said it was all right. It's absolutely stunning. My, like, my heart rate is still up. Um, and, like, I cannot, I cannot praise the song enough. That's just thinking about the song just make your heart flutter. You're like, ah, Faith Hill. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever I go work out and do cardio, I just think about the song instead of, like, any kind of, like, actual running or anything. Because even though it doesn't have that high of a beats per minute, it just, it still can bring the heart rate up. <laughs> yeah, I still sweat. I still cry. I still, like, it's the same experience. Do people in the gym worry about you when they see you crying on the treadmill? Um, honestly, they've probably gotten used to it because, um, like I said, I don't even know if this was during recording, but I've listened to only Nora Jones this year. Right. Um, so I, I often listen to her and also Where Are You Christmas when I'm working out um, for both a physical and emotional workout. So like, I think they're like used to my, my process at this point. So you can, you can get both of those in the same time frame. That's pretty smart. Very time efficient. Considering you're in law school, you got to be very efficient with your time. I have to be. I have, it's essential. <laughs> Much like this song. Exactly. <laughs> and we have uh, one final song. I almost hate to bring it up just because I know what's going to come out of it. It's uh, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas by Gala PV. And you said no. That was forget yeah. about it. <laughs> but things that yeah. you, know, you, you want to forget about, you just can't. You just can't forget I about it. I just can't. It's just always like in the corner of my room looking at me. <laughs> like, go away, please. I don't want anything to do with you. But it's like... No, nope. it's like Stop. I'm actively texting you, not Merry Christmas. Have a terrible day. So, like, yeah, on Christmas Day, you're the one texting me. I hope you have the worst Christmas ever because. Yeah. <laughs> which is the exact opposite of what, you know, you would for Faith Hill or even Alan Jackson. Because even Alan Jackson, there's still some goodwill, just a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, do you think, like, so I know they're both forget about it, but, like, is I want hippopotamus for Christmas so much of a forget about it. It makes Alex, I mean uh, Alan Jackson, look like he is a hot one. Um, yes, definitely. Um, like whenever you compare the two side by side, um, I think ultimately I would put Alan Jackson's song in the same like 
playlist as smooth. Um, right. Like they, they are like very similar and very related. Like I have the same like just passive neutrality to them both. Right. Sorry for interrupting you, but I was saying like okay. you would invite them both to the same party, but it's one of those things like if Alan Jackson said he couldn't make it, no tears, but like if smooth didn't show up, the party's over. Like the party wouldn't necessarily be over, but I would be like, okay, what's, I mean, like, I already committed to a party, so we'll finish it. We'll do it. But, like, right, like, I, I would have rescheduled if I knew. Right, exactly. And, you, uh, and you're almost like, you know what, I wish I would have known, but I'll give you another chance later in the future. But, like, just know that I'll remember this. Yeah, it's on a, a three-strike system. It gets three chances. Does Smooth have any strikes against you right now? Um, Yes, for making me listen to I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. All right, well, we'll be careful getting you on future episodes then because we don't want to <laughs> have a strike. It's on thin ice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, I have some questions for you. I know you just answered it, but uh, what type of music are you currently listening to? Are you still listening to some Nora Jones? Is that still a uh, heavy Yeah, record? Yeah, always Nora Jones. You know, I listen to music on YouTube, and I, I'm very impressed with their recommendations. They do a great job. So I listen to Nora Jones, like smooth type of music. Um, I, I mentioned this old, earlier, but I listen to like older kinds of music. Like I don't, I, I don't know. I guess my my dad has this like playlist he used to play. It was called like Montego Bob or something, and um, it would have like hollow notes type songs, like just old, like not like old old. Like I'm not trying to like call anyone old, <laughs> but um, but yeah, just like that kind of music. And uh, for whatever reason, it just has it just hits me in a good way. Um, so yeah, I listen to that kind of stuff, musical theater. I don't know. I, I, I can pretty much go for anything. I gotcha, I gotcha. So I think you already answered this one too. Uh, any song or artist recommendations? I think you said some call it Magic by Raven Simone. Would that be your... Uh... Absolutely, absolutely. I listen to it every time I have a class get canceled because um, like, that's just magic to me. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend that song. I recommend Coming Clean by Hilary Duff. Um, and I also recommend quite literally any song by Nora Jones. Uh, we're bringing um, back Nora Jones. Yeah. Yes, I have to. I have to. She like carried me through this year single-handedly. Would you know, you know the the website Cameo, correct? Yes. Would Nora Jones Cameo be the best Christmas present you could ask for this year? I, I. <laughs> I would cry about it, and I'm, I'm kind of getting emotional thinking about it. <laughs> well, I got oh my Google God. to do, I guess. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm going to get myself to cameo. Oh, my God. Wait, is, it wrong? Okay. is it wrong to get a cameo for yourself? I don't think so. <laughs> Just to be like, hey, can you tell me to keep on going and to do my very best? Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Oh my god! And I'll have her tell me that she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I've, now I bet a lot of people are on cameo. There's probably a good chance she's on it. There's a good chance we can make it work. Hmm. Well, we'll email some people. We'll email some people. <laughs> so is there anyone you want to give a shout out outside of uh, Nora Jones and anyone in the music community? Any family members, friends? Um, absolutely. Yeah, my entire family. I miss you all very much. Um, shout out to all my new law school friends specifically my friend emily it's her birthday today happy birthday emily um and yeah i don't know um 
And you know what? Shout out to anyone who enjoys I like I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, because you know what? I, I think it, I, I think it's time to forgive. Are are you willing to be friends with him yet, or you would be just willing to be in the same presence, like the same? Neither of those things, but I will forgive. Yeah, <laughs> I will forgive and I will chop him. Well, thank you, Taylor, for joining us today, and thank you all for listening. Uh, I want to say thank you to Andrew Ferguson for making the theme song. Did you know that Andrew Ferguson made the theme song for the show? I thought I recognized the voice. Yeah, I caught it. I caught he's, uh, it. He's a talented guy. Go check out his band, The Late Nights, on Spotify. You've heard you've heard the songs, haven't you? Yes, I have. And uh, he has a new solo song out called Constellations. It's a it's very, very good as well. If you have any song requests, please email them to me at manitsahotone at outlook.com. Yes, it's a real email. Very few people have even emailed me. And by very few, I mean only one person. Shout out to Will Clark. And uh, we'll get to your requests as soon as possible. Make sure you put your hot ones and forget about it in the comments below. I understand if you do not want to make a Vimeo account because who makes Vimeo accounts? So if you just want to text it to me, I understand as well. I hope to see you all next Friday as we continue our journey through the wonderful world of music as to answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Taylor, thank you. And I'd like to end this episode like I like to end every episode by reading my favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. This one comes from Tim Johnson who says, well, thank you. That's in my taste. I appreciate your input. It was pretty unprovoked, but I appreciate that he was like thanking somebody, right? Mm-hmm. I, I like just general thank yous like that aren't like very pointed at all. Yeah, that's why I like the YouTube comments. I don't know if you do this. I think you go on like famous YouTube videos and just sort by new because those are the ones that don't really make sense. And some yeah. of them are like directed towards people, but they're not like at anybody. It's just kind of like putting it out to the world and hoping the person you want to see sees it. Very message in a bottle. That's right. beautiful. <laughs> you're, just, you're just hoping. So Tim Johnson had a message in the bottle, and I was the one who found it. Don't know if it was for me, but Tim, Merry Christmas. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Taylor, once again. And thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, and I'll see you all next time.